0: minus three is presented for the people by Caesar sportsbook you bet you get with caesar's rewards must be 21 or older
1: you know an old friend of mine dave Damish, used to
2: say hear me now believe me later
3: <laughs> what's the poop
2: that's what i'm trying <laughs> to tell you hear me now
0: minus three With Dave Damashev. Oh, welcome to another weekend of hot sports action. We're focusing in on football, pro, college. Maybe we'll get in some puck, some round ball. Who knows? Harbaugh, Belichick, Watson, and more all on our mind. Hi and hello, and welcome to Minus Three, presented as ever by Omaha. We're ready to roll here. As a matter of fact, we're ready to roll into Friday, 4 p.m. Eastern. The 15-minute pregame show will be available for your eyes, your heart, for your gut, and for your wallet. Make sure you check it out. We really appreciate everybody giving it a look on Twitter and or on YouTube. Spread the good word. We need you. Here's a little extra favor your old pal Dave's going to ask. Leave us a comment in there on Twitter. On YouTube and beyond, it's really helpful to us to track how much you're watching and all that kind of stuff. But anyway, enough about that, Jive. We have goat and goats to talk about and more. Let's do it with our guy, Eddie Spaghetti, there behind the glass and seated high atop show business back doing what he does best, making pages for you, entertaining America and in his side gig. Yapping about this, that, and the other with uh with a couple of mooks named Amishek and Spaghetti. It's Kevin Hench. What's the poop, fella? How are you?
2: Oh man, just a just delightful victory for the Celtics last night, Wednesday night as we as we record Thursday morning. Uh go into Philly without two starters, the Zinger and Jalen Brown both out and uh and whip the Sixers by 10 in a game that Joel Embiid was minus 25 in 34 minutes. Mm. Just delightful. Just just a
0: it's re- over for those Sixers, right? I mean, well, it's,
2: it's weird. It's it's
0: Bills, you know, it's, Buffalo Bills are sort of tracking in the same direction. See how I I, I blended these well, the wild stories thing together. About
2: the Sixers is, you know, they, they start, you know, they opened eight and two, or they, you know, they just lost uh mm. back-to-back games to the Pacers and the Celtics, but like the Sixers have been enjoying that addition by subtraction Harden bump that like it, like it doesn't matter if you put a uh, store window mannequin in Harden's place, everybody else plays better without that guy around. And again, I don't understand how the leader in assists, the NBA leader in assists can somehow be a selfish player who hurts your team. Like, literally makes the most passes, two teammates, four baskets. Nobody wants to play with it. And the Clippers on the flip side, uh, still winless since Harden has arrived. In fact, they were in Denver up five with five minutes left. And you knew Ty Lue did not want to put James Harden into the game. But if he left the team that had built this five-point lead in the fourth quarter in Denver on the court, he would have to acknowledge we're better off without james harden and then you know what does the gm say hey buddy making me look bad so uh uh the james harden mess continues much to my
0: my delight uh, right it's it's funny cuz now it's you know you're um a negative influence when you leave a wake behind somehow it's not the patrick ewing Effect of better in his absence. Somehow it destroys what he leaves, too. Somehow the Nets haven't really figured things out. The Sixers, I feel like uh, it feels like their window has closed on them and now the Clippers have a mess on their hands. All right, listen, we have a lot to get to here. We're going to give you our best bets by the end of it. Um, Earlier in the week, I do want to mention that we had Joey Mulanaro. Join us here on Minus Three and uh, when he wasn't doing impressions of emo Deion Sanders and passive-aggressive Patrick Mahomes and uh, another a, a number of other interesting subjects, including when you should start your holiday celebration. Glad to report we park our cars in the same garage there. He was praising one Kevin Hench, rather, Mulinaro was passing along um, kind words from his wife towards one Kevin Hench. She's a big uh, Hench fan apparently. They like to listen to Minus 3 in the car and Mrs. Mulanaro is a fan. How about that Hench?
2: That's a fantastic. Uh I you know we we love you know we love hearing from the fans that make it all the way to the end. You know, maybe maybe she has a 90 minute commute.
0: We got some nice ears. Thank you for the ears, Sheck Republican beyond there. Also, thank you. You heard it at the top there. Vane Dave likes hearing from Maurice Jones-Drew. He likes hearing even more that he thinks the Pittsburgh Steelers are going to win the mighty AFC North. Oh, it's going to be dandy coming down It's a big
4: weekend
2: for that prediction. Uh, I think think? we might be in different garages on this one. But
0: uh. how about how about after me saying that the final score, that Tom doesn't just want to win, but wants to win 12 to 11, that that number that the total that the bookmakers (laughs) are issuing is dropping more and more all the time. Maybe it has to do with Deshaun Watson's absence. But but, uh, 33, it's a pro football game in 2023. And the total combined score that the bookmakers expect 33 points. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's the best. All right. Where shall we go here, Hench? Let's get into our goat and goats here. The world's your oyster. Take it away, why don't you? All right. Uh,
2: Bad goat. Start with bad goat. Okay. So, you know, there is a a sociopath loose in the NFL right now, and I I just cannot – nobody can explain it to me. Opening night NFL season – Giants down 40 to zero. Brian Dayball is getting DJ blasted over and over again. It's the it's week one. You're down 40 to zip. You nobody on your offensive line can block anybody on the Cowboys defensive line. Your strategy is not to get the hell out of there, but to subject Daniel Jones, who you've just given this huge contract to, to as many hits as possible and, uh, and, and, and we were all like, I mean, spaghetti, we were texting. We're like, what's he doing? Like, he's getting this guy killed. It was like, is Daniel Jones sleeping with your wife? What are you doing? Like, <laughs> get this guy to safety. It's not his fault. Nobody can block their guy. But Dan- Dayball is a sadist. Who's like, I don't care. Like when her Brooks made, you know, the miracle on ice team, you know skate skate suicides after after an exhibition tie there you could make an argument for some kind of team building like you know that's what that's what the movie did anyway you know I, I there's no argument for why you're leaving your franchise quarterback in to get blasted over and over and over again down 40 to zip opening night last so daniel jones out for the season tyrod taylor out for the season now we're down to tommy devito
0: they're down- and now, and now, Tommy DeVito, I love that the dog, your dog, chimed in right as you were talking about these New York Giants it, because that's they the are
2: one thing about uh, which I appreciate you guys taping so early. But the dogs have not gone to the dog
0: park yet. That's the one. I don't care. I like it because it added some flavor so, here. Because so- I think it's great that the commies, that the Washington Commanders are giving, I mean, the line opened at double digits. It's now down to nine because they realized it was the commies that they were talking about, but still the giants are plus nine against the commies. That's an embarrassment to the giants organization well, given where the commies are.
2: So last week, giants trailing 49 to 10. Again, get out of Dallas, get out of Dallas. Don't, don't send your quarterback in a convertible through Dealey Plaza, as we approach the 60th anniversary <laughs> of the JFK assassination, don't don't get your quarterback hit as many times as possible. It's 49 to 10. Get to the airport. <laughs> yeah, they don't. They probably don't fly out of Love Field. But get. it's okay to make that reference, everybody. Get, it's the anniversary. Get don't out come of town. Home. Get out of town. Um, so. <laughs> But not, not the sociopath sadist who hates quarterbacks. I he starts calling timeouts like he's down three in the Super Bowl. Like the so Dave hmm. Ball is like, man, this is the most important possession of Tommy DeVito's career. He's calling timeouts. So obviously, I have a personal stake. Our listeners have a personal stake. Giants under 10 and a half was a mortal lock. There was no way they were going to score more than 10 points. It was unless, a fantastic
0: play unless, by Kevin Hench. There's a big score, windup to celebrate himself, but you uh, absolutely deserve it. Cause you were spot on a week ago on the 15 minute pregame
2: unless, show. Unless Brian Dayball calls timeouts, moving the ball against the Cowboys practice squad defense. I swear they had like emergency goalies from the stands playing de- Like there was like, so it's like, uh, you know, we're gonna we're gonna score with six seconds left. So the Giants total goes over. And it's like, I <laughs> what are you doing? Like that was worse than McVeigh's field goal at the buzzer just to cover the spread against the Niners earlier. That, I felt
0: for you. I that did that
2: sequence just so the Giants could go over 10 and a half. Well, and by the way, guys getting stretchered off all game long, like more guys getting carded off tackle football what we've established the reason nobody plays in the preseason the reason nobody wants to play in the pro bowl is you can't play tackle football when it doesn't matter it's too dangerous not to Brian Dayball hey I don't care if we're down 39
0: let's get some reps you remember you remember Adam Carolla you met him you wrote a movie or, or three with him something like that um that is one of his best like you can't go half speed you go you go 80% that's when you get hurt but his bit about that is spot on it's funny cuz it's true that's exactly right the idea of like take it easy guys it's better if we lose these games and then if Dave Ball's
2: argument might be well look man you know a lot we got a lot of season left and every rep you know tommy devito getting reps getting more familiar with the playbook like well are you are you trying to go 5 and 12 instead of 4 and 13 cuz that's a bad idea too like, I don't like there's no, there's no upside to, uh to, to running, you know, calling timeouts and running the no huddle with uh, down 39 and down. Okay. Listen, real quick, I am, because go, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Real quick. Cause you brought him up. uh So, and I, I don't have all the facts, which uh, in this, in this new world of social media will never stop anybody from bloviating on a topic, but cause I know you and Corolla are in the same garage on this issue. And we mentioned JFK, RFK Jr. on a plane in bare feet, uh, and and, uh. and but I feel like and you you're going to have to do your own research, do your own research, ivermectin, adrenochrome, do your own research. Uh it seemed from what I saw that Corolla was was taking. The people are overreacting to these bare feet position because now you have to be on RFK Jr.'s side, I guess, because our kids weren't supposed to go to school. Anyway, you you who share. I don't really give a I grew up in St. Thomas in the Virgin Islands. People were barefoot in public
0: establishments. I didn't I don't care.
2: But you and Corolla, I thought, were solidly permanently in that garage. So-, it's so
0: funny what you bring up that you would mention that because we talked on extra points with Sarah Tiana on Wednesday about this thing, about how fluid our morality and otherwise is with our sports figures and beyond clearly with what you're talking about here. Michigan fans are digging their heels in for Jim Harbaugh because the team has a shot at the national championship. People care a little bit less about Deshaun Watson in Cleveland because there's a suspicion that the team might be better off in w- w- in what happens on Sundays for 60 minutes with someone else in there. I, I, I don't happen to share that opinion, but I think people are like, yeah, well, it's a shame he's out. And it all goes back to what you were just talking about with these Giants. I think the other side of the equation is the Giants are not tracking, obviously, towards the playoffs or a Super Bowl or anything else. Eddie Spaghetti, our Giants, Um, our resident fan here, they're just tanking out in the open here. I think it's wild. I don't think we're talking about it, really. I mean, the idea that Tommy DeVito is not the best available human being. Josh Dobbs is this weird Mr. Inconvenient to the 32 pro football teams who fall all over themselves to get the must-have item, which is the franchise QB, and Josh Dobbs walks in off the street. He's like, Oh, I can win you games. Don't worry. You don't have to pay me millions and millions of dollars to do it. I think it's wild because you I disagree like spaghetti you no, don't think I, they're trying to lose games i why think they the, minute, the, minute Tyra,
3: the minute the minute Tyrod taylor's healthy he'll be back T- tommy devito wasn't on the active roster until both jones and taylor got hurt so there was no it wasn't like a plan to play dumb devito and the reason why we celebrate josh dobbs is because he was not part of the team did not know the players names they don't know the playbook so when he won that game it was improbable Every NFL team, all thirty-two, would agree that they'd rather have a guy who knows the playbook in their system play than some guy off the street. So I, I don't agree that Tommy DeVito. You is the don't think option. so, really? You don't I think mean, Teddy as opposed B, to what? Teddy Getting B. It, I don't a. think J. there's McCarron. I don't think there's any difference. Tommy DeVito's threw two touchdown passes versus the Cowboys. I mean, what what else what would what Me. would Teddy B do differently? Uh, they would lose the game the same score.
0: Cam Newton. I mean, I don't know who you know. Cam Tommy Newton. DeVito is not the best of it. Tommy DeVito in 2023, in 2024, in 2022, or any other year is not as good an option as Cam Newton is to play quarterback. But in. what is? Why would they go through the process of bringing in Cam
3: Newton, a, a guy with a higher profile who's just miserable? He's been terrible the last couple seasons he's played. To and try then, to win the game, and then you then know you th- Tommy
0: DeVito ain't winning it. And then you're installing a brand new
3: offense to him. It does that makes no sense. And you got to pay him a new contract. That makes absolutely no sense, especially when when Tyrod Taylor is back, he's going to be in. Makes, this, I disagree this is, this,
2: that. is a, this is an insane conversation because when nobody on your devastated offensive line can block the guy across from them, what is the difference between tanking and trying? You can't like they're true. tanking, you know. Like so, you put you put Teddy Bridgewater back there, you put Cam Newton back there. It's just a guy with a pass rusher in his lap immediately. So in a way. You you know, and and we know that Dayball's a sadist when it comes to quarterbacks. It's like you want the least valuable human entity back there to 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 get blasted. Uh, it's 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 quite insane. But I don't think they're. I, I mean, tanking I, the O line. Which by the way, when the O line was healthy at the beginning of the season, as we talked about, as as I explained to Spaghetti, the healthy Giants O line wasn't going to be able to block the Cowboys pass rush. Now it's the the devastation along that O line. Anyway, enough about the miserable Giants.
0: I do want to say quickly, because to say se- I was all set to celebrate you on Sunday, Hench, because you did give out that cal- the the Giants side uh total points. And I thought, oh, he's, this this was this was brilliant. Um, I I wish I would have thought about it, and then you got skunked. But in the bigger picture, I mean, talk about a hot take, a bold prediction. You said under 10 and a half for the mighty Buffalo bills. We, we are looking awfully good in that regard. Right. I mean, how say you you about all this, the scapegoating and all that,
2: you know, it's weird when you're like, how, you know, how big does the sample size have to be before you feel good about a trend? But like, you know, they, you know, their, their performance uh, against the dolphins in the playoffs and then against the Bengals in the playoffs, like it just looked like, oh, no one's going to be afraid to go into Buffalo. That's not a fortress that you're going to mm-hmm. get your ass handed to you in. And so, you know, I had a good feeling that in that in that division, that the, the Dolphins, obviously on the rise, and and somebody had to to be retreating. And and now the Bills are like, it's so funny though that Dorsey gets fired because like it's like you know you you've been defending Canada all year. And, 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 are, and they're looking better in that regard, obviously, but like you're as an offense,
0: tepid, tepid defense for the, for the record. It's not you know, like, but, I think he's gangbusters or anything. Yeah, just, but
2: but you're like, you're you as an offense coordinator, you put in the play and then the quarterback either likes it or doesn't like it checks out of it or doesn't check out of it. But the point is when you put in a play and Gabe Davis is wide open and Josh Allen puts the ball on Gabe Davis and then he bumps at sets it like a volleyball player to the defense. What does the offensive coordinator have to do with the Bills just giving the ball to the other team over and over again? Uh, although maybe everybody would be happier if uh I, as spaghetti pointed out on text, if 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 Dayball reunited with uh with with Josh Allen, uh I wonder
0: about all that. I mean, all these coaching rumors and the, the where's Harbaugh going to land is one of the great things to speculate about because you assume he's going to leave Michigan unless he is so sort of, uh, um, you know, petulant that as now everybody says like, he's got to go can't keep him. that he might be like, you can't tell me what to do. I am staying here. That would be, I think the puncher's chance that the, that Ann Arbor has a keeping him. Otherwise though, I don't think that the Giants, given the way they operate, are going to punt Brian Dayball. That would be a mistake to do that. I don't think Carolina um, down in Charlotte there, the rumors about Frank Reich already moving on. They are not one of these, you know, um, conservatively operated sort of like we don't fire a coach after one year kind of operations. I wouldn't be surprised if Frank Reich is shown the door. If Jim Harbaugh is willing to come down there and coach Bryce Young, but. Who knows? He could go to Dallas. He could go to New England while Belichick goes to Los Angeles to coach the Chargers. These are wacky and wild rumors. But by the way, the
2: best part of the Belichick, the whole Belichick thing is like Belichick to the Chargers. Like, Oh boy. You know, he loves the beach. Has there ever been a guy that seems (laughs) like he would enjoy the beach less? He loves the beach. Like Belichick. If you showed up on the beach, he would (laughs) bum everybody out. Like, What's up with with sourpuss over here? Oh, he loves the beach. That's his wind wind surfing's his real passion. <laughs> <laughs> That's a weird detail in that story. But to Frank Reich, like you know, I these coaches are all. I mean, obviously, like McDermott, you. It's like let's fire the offensive coordinator so nobody a- asks about the the back to back zero blitzes. That actually cost us the game. That's you know, right. You know, like the, the McDermott's coaching performance, I said it on this pod, in week one against the Jets, it was only McDermott, and and I, and I just call him McDermott so I don't call him Doug McDermott again, uh, who's, who's lighting it up from three for the Spurs. Um, but Sean McDermott coached so terribly opening night against the Jets, kept them in it, and then lost, and then obviously... Uh, uh, at fault in the in I mean obviously you're at you're at fault if you're the coach and there are 12 guys on the field that's that's on the coaching staff Um, so what you do is you go we got to fire the offensive coordinator now Frank Reich is doing a crazy thing which is boy if there was a team I would not want to assume play calling responsibilities against it's the Cowboys like okay you're gonna go I'm going to fix this because I'm going to call the plays against this wrecking machine <laughs> pass rush. You know, uh, I, I'd wait one more week maybe. Um, but speaking of coaches, okay.
0: Okay, wait, I know you're jumping in. I'm sorry, a couple things.
5: Let me squeeze in a quick break here. Let me ask you a question, Eddie Spaghetti. Why should you bet with Caesar Sportsbook? But ah, before you answer... Two words, Caesars Rewards. Those are the two words. Every bet brings you closer to the types of benefits only Caesars can offer. I'm talking about hotel stays, VIP experiences, sports and concert tickets, even more than just that. It's not only an app, it's an empire. 21 plus must be physically present in Arizona, Colorado, Illinois, Indiana, Iowa, Kansas, Louisiana, Maryland, Massachusetts, Michigan, Nevada, New Jersey, New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Wyoming, or Washington, D.C. Sports betting is void in Georgia, Hawaii, Utah, and other Other states where prohibited. Know when to stop before you start. Gambling problem. Illinois, Maryland, New Jersey, Ohio, Tennessee, Virginia, West Virginia, Pennsylvania. Affiliated with Harris, Philadelphia. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, crisis counseling and referral services can be accessed by calling 1-800-GAMBLER. Or Maryland, visit mdgamblinghelp.org. Or West Virginia, visit 1-800-GAMBLER.net. Arizona, call 1-800-NEXT-STEP. Colorado, D.C., Nevada, Wyoming, Kansas. Affiliated with Kansas Crossing Casino, call 1-800-522-4700. Indiana, call 1-800-9WITH-IT-I. Iowa call 1-800-BETS-OFF. Louisiana, call 1-877-770-STOP. Massachusetts, if you or a loved one is experiencing problems with gambling, please call 1-800-327-5050 or visit gamblinghelplinema.org for 24-7 support. Michigan, call 1-800-270-7117. New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY.
4: Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets pizza, better because it has to be.
0: All those double-digit favorites are not going to cover. We know that from history. And the Panthers of Carolina are, are are the dog in particular that I've circled there from that group. The thing about Josh Allen, as you touch on all that, that we knew that the Dolphins were going to rise up. We predicted that as a show. We've been on that for a year now. But the part of the Bills dropping was that the Jets were supposed to be really good. And of course, you remember what happened to Aaron Rodgers. So they can't even point at the Jets like, "Well, you know, things got tougher in in, uh, in the mighty AFC East." No, they didn't. They're the 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 Patriots are the worst team in the entire conference. The Jets, because Rodgers is down, are like, "Nah." too bad what might have been and the Dolphins are for real but the Bills have zero excuses and now that they've punted Ken Dorsey they really really have zero excuses and what if the Jets get them this week I don't know where they go Caillou the head coach you call him McDermott I'll call him Caillou or McCaillou but either way um yeah they're they're all out of uh of uh, of people to point at for blame it's all in that locker room there and I I think it's 17. I think it's not McDermott or the OC or anybody else. I think it's just 17 not getting the memo that Mahomes and everybody else got, which is you can't just fire the ball 30 yards downfield anymore. Defenses are looking for you to do that. You got to nickel and dime it in order to succeed in 2023. Sorry, continue, Henge.
2: Uh, Well, well, when, while we're briefly on the, on the coaching issue, and I do find it, you know, as somebody who... Went through the same us versus the world with Belichick and Spygate and taping and like it's like you know you're like these games are nationally broadcast you know why why would you send somebody to a stadium but it's it's funny being a neutral watching the, you know Michigan Nation circle of wagons uh, all right okay guys you 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 definitely were benefiting from doing a bad thing like what well, I don't know what what's your what's your point. And much like the Patriots, for no need, for no need. You know, when when you can beat a a top 10 team by running the ball 32 consecutive times, talk about stealing signs not mattering. You're literally coming to the line of scrimmage. (laughs) and going, we're going to run the ball every time. You, you don't have to steal our signs. We're telling you we're never going to pass and we're going to beat you because that's how physically dominant we are. So so now for no reason, whatever happens this year, we'll have a crazy asterisk for no reason. That's right, Louie. Um, okay. Louis, you
0: won Belichick fired, though, for the record. Not fired, but you wouldn't mind hearing the news like, oh, listen, Bill listen. decided to go to the beach. Get the beach comer to L.A. I okay, but I'm- then what's going to happen realistically? What, what's who's craft calling then is it Jim Harbaugh for real I mean like I mean I I
2: really think it's more about the groceries you know than than the than the chef at this point uh and you know and and Belichick by his own admission like you're like two years ago Panda Jack is is worth a fourth round pick and then you're like I don't want this guy in the roster it's like these are your decisions I mean the 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 Cole Strange draft is looking so terrible. Like Tyquan Thornton can't run a pass pattern. Like wasn't this on tape, or was he just blowing by everybody uh, at Baylor? Um, anyway. It is wild
0: with all that's going on. That the worst team in the AFC is the New England Patriots. It's real. It really is something to pause and take. Not not that wow. wow Brady left and things really haven't gone well there. No, no. They're in last place. Well, it's the worst team out of 16.
2: It's wild. What's funny about that is that at the end of September, the Broncos were definitely the worst team in the AFC, you know, having given up 70. Uh, And then at the end of October, the Patriots are the worst team in the AFC and the Bills have lost to both those teams.
0: Here's a thought experiment very quickly for you. I'm sorry. I keep getting in the way of your goat and goats, but I'm trying to touch on all the uh, the hot button issues of this week. Josh Dobbs being one of them. If Josh Dobbs were the quarterback of the Patriots, what would their record be? Would I, they be better? Would they have won an extra game or three? Yeah,
2: Maybe two, maybe two. I mean, hmm. he really, you know, when Mac Jones starts running, it's, it's bad. And, and Dobbs, I mean, you know, that, that play against, the Saints, right where he he does a complete 360 in the pocket and goes out the left side. I mean, if you look at those two plays, the one that the against the Falcons down the right sideline, and the one against the Saints against against down the left side, he's not as fast as Michael Vick, but they were like those are all time highlight plays. You know, a uh, uh, Randall Cunningham shedding Carl Banks, like they're just insane plays, and he throws a nice ball. And he does have that weird get it done winner thing. In fact, he was, you know, the the, the Cardinals should have won more games. Like, even though they were trying very hard not to win games and thought Josh Dobbs would be a big part of that. They're like, we got to get Dobbs out of here because we're going to accidentally win some games with
0: this guy. And what's wild is, by the way, when you mentioned that game, that the the Cardinals are in a wild spot all of a sudden, too, which is that Kyler Murray looks like, oh, yeah, remember him? Yeah, he oh, yeah, that's what he can do. But it feels like their pot committed to moving on from Kyler Murray. So where's number one playing in 2024? I mean, I think New England would be a, a fine place for him to go except that they might wind up so high in the standings that they could have Caleb Williams or Drake may, unless Eddie Spaghetti's New York giants gets one of those guys, unless they get Kyler Murray. I mean, that's a, a major chip in the free agency slash trade slash in the quarterback league, high-end option. That's going to be available. You th- would think um, sometime after the new year. Anyway. All right. This, all I, right. Well, I, I well, like speculation, but let's go.
2: I, just real quick on the Kyler thing. Uh, Matt Jones, through maybe the worst pass since Gary premiere, I'm like, I don't know where to, I don't know where to <laughs> put that Mac Jones throw. I mean, I'm trying to think of when the forward pass was invented and how many forward passes there've been since then. You know, definitely we've seen guys you know, on the run throw opposite hand, underhand, <laughs> like that throw, the, that throw to lose to the Colts. You know. How do you underthrow a fifteen-yard pass by twelve yards? Like, you know, if you said no, that's he's right-handed. That was his strong hand. You'd be like, what's happening? <laughs> did, like, did both his ACLs erup- just rupture on the way back? Like, what happened? It's the it's the worst throw imaginable, and the worst throw, obviously, of the week, of the year, of the of the millennium. But Kyler Murray had a throw against the Falcons that was so bad. And it was, and it reminded me, oh, right. Kyler Murray's not the answer to anyone's problems either. You know, and he, he, you know, did that thing where he threw, he threw behind a crosser by not just the body length of the crosser, but like on the back shoulder of the defender, who was three yards behind the wide open crosser? You're like, oh right, yeah, Kyler Murray, not not very good either. Um, as these teams without a quarterback keep searching, and then of course, you know, you know, Caleb w- Williams and Drake May on the horizon, and like, you know, who, who, what, what franchise is is going to be saved in the search for the next C.J. Stroud? Well.
0: Man, endlessly fast. I really do. I, it's one of those things: sports, but football, but pro football, but quarterbacks. I can talk about them forever. It is endlessly a Look, an you interesting, know, uh, you know. Um, uh, I, I've said it here a million times. Swapping the seats times. and all that kind of stuff. Uh, you know,
2: CJ Strouds. You know, lack of lack of game film,
0: lack of reps. I just watch the game film again. Scored. how did everybody once again screw this up i know it was only one to three but everybody agreed in december or early january when lovey smith the final thing was uh, i don't even remember the guy's name anymore what was his name davis love no it wasn't davis love the davis third. mills Davis Mills threw that touchdown pass in the last minute. You're like, oh, Lovey Smith stuck it to the organization. He really got them. Now they don't get Bryce Young. Now they're stuck with the with, uh, CJ Stroud. Everybody agreed. What the hell happened again? <laughs> it is wild that, that that the
2: consensus formed around the uh the 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 510, 190 pound smurf.
0: Mitchell when- Trubisky went ahead of Deshaun Watson. Okay, problematic as it turns out. Patrick Mahomes. Remember, these are the people who did that, right? I mean, let, we, let's we let always keep this in mind as we hang on their every word in springtime. Okay, continue, Hedge. I'm sorry.
2: Yeah, you know, imagine if football people had real jobs. Like, if your surgeon was a football scout.
3: Like, <laughs>
2: he might, he'll take the wrong organ. At, you know, you think you're having a splenectomy? You're going to wake up with no right lung. Um. So, the, so, oh, football, play, you know. Speaking of coach, <laughs> my good go, this seems counterintuitive, but my good go for the week, Jimbo Fisher. Jimbo Fisher. Awesome. This is this is this is like, you know, Jesse James, the Dalton gang, DB Cooper, you know, these, these robbers, these criminals, they, you know, you, you couldn't walk around polite society. You couldn't take your family to Applebee's. Jimbo Fisher gets to walk out of the bank and do whatever he wants, just live in society, just live in society, gets all the money. I mean, I love the movie Inside Man, Clive Owens. I think like, it's it's Yark. a, a Spike Lee sleeper, that movie's so good. Um, and, and it's like, Jimbo Fisher did that, only he's allowed to like be on TV, walk around, doesn't have to have an alias, like just to steal that much money. And by the way, you know, there's this, this issue of like, well, we're going to get the boosters to pay for that. And it's like, like all money is public money. It's like, whether or not the boosters made that money by overcharging people in Texas for their electricity and heat, like whatever. I mean, it's like, someone's paying that someone who's probably not an A&M fan in Texas is either giving money to those boosters or giving money to, to the tax base in Texas and Jimbo Fisher is walking away with all of it. Like I've looked at these numbers over and over again, and I just, it's staggering. The 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 new CEO overcompensation list came out. And it's, I guess, the CEO of Live Nation had the, you know, using their metrics of how much you know shareholder wealth they mm-hmm. created. How you know what their um CEO compensation to employee compensation. So the 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 head of uh live nation is is the worst. His name's Michael Rapino. So he he makes five thousand four hundred and fourteen dollars for every dollar a live nation uh employee makes. Oracle's on Ooh. the list, which is not great for me because I've got some Oracle. I think in my retirement fund, but uh, a couple of entertainment guys on here, no surprise to those of us who are on strike, but who, the guy whose name is not on here is Jimbo Fisher. Like it, you know, think about his dollar to employee ratio. Most of his employees working for free. Uh, but you know what? He pulled it off. He'll, he- he'll, he can, he can go hang out at the beach with with Bill Belichick <laughs> or just get another job or just get another job. I I mean, it's, it's incredible the way our society has become so warped with CEO compensation, which is what head coach, head college football coach is the CEO. Right. Um, Right. And and Jimbo Fisher just gets to walk out of town with all the money.
0: Okay. Two things quickly. One, I agree with you about inside, man. It's a, it's a real peach of a picture. Um and um, that would be in my top three Spike Lee movies. Crooklyn is a is a gem, and Mo Better Blues is perhaps my favorite Spike Lee movie. Love it, wonderful picture.
2: Um, by the way, like Deshaun Watson for his franchise crippling two hundred and thirty million guaranteed. At least he's getting blasted. Jimbo Fisher walks out. With all his cartilage, rotator cuff, feeling
0: great. Didn't take one lick. I don't understand. I, I'm not sure, you know, obviously the legal um, minutiae of what the contracts are. First of all, with Jimbo, here's here's a philosophical question for you. And I mean, it. maybe it's an obvious answer to you. It is murky for me. Dave, we're going to give you $76 million, but. You can never watch sports again. They wouldn't call you Dave. They would call you Hedge, but Hench, $76 million, but no more sports. I mean, first of all,
2: I should dial back the sports watching a little bit as it is for free. For free.
0: I <laughs> like, I, I you know, I mean, I don't know. It's like, you know, your real it, job pays you a lot of money already. I know, but we're I don't you know, the sports watching crap, man.
2: I mean, I still get the post-football Sunday scaries like I'm in sixth grade. Like, I still – my body – like, I'm like, what did I just do? Like, you know, I mean, a little easier on the West Coast because the late game isn't ending at midnight. But, like, it is – you sit there and you're like, oh, my God, I just watched, you know, 10 hours of football, didn't play with my kids – Didn't achieve anything, lost some money because Brian Dayball thought it was really important. Tommy DeVito get these reps in and it's like, what, you know, what's it all about Alfie? Like you're so depressed Sunday night, you know, you're, you're in a weird place because like for me and Spaghetti, it's like our teams are terrible. So that's a big part of football
0: season is like. You know, Spaghetti the, and I you know, had that conversation. Like, your pain is over. Now you're yeah, about the but, draft. But you, also, that's a good for you guys on that level. Like you're stress free now on Sunday. But just, also, our per, part of our purpose is over. So it's like, right? Look you know, at
2: your team is terrible. My fantasy teams are both five and five. Not not real contenders. As as the Cool Cats learned, crushing me last weekend. Wow, then, took them I, eyes out when Kitty Got Claws, right? And, uh, and then the other thing is gambling, which is also dumb. We'll get to our best bets in a bit. Um, but, you know, so you're like, at the end of Sunday, you know, you're you're like looking to hug your kids. And they're like, you, you had your chance 10 hours ago, old man. Don't come over here. Don't come over here pretending to be a good father after another Sunday of just watching sports. So if somebody said, here's $76 million to not watch sports, I would really have to consider it because I, I mean, I want, you know, like I said, I watched the six Celtics regular season NBA game. And I was so amped in the down the final four minutes. I was standing up like, okay. Pinch.
0: In this, okay. I agree. I, I yourself, it's insane in November. Believe me, I've been doing that with the Pittsburgh penguins of late too. And I try to remind myself, this is, this is, the first chapter in a long, long book, Dave. that Lighten up about November NHL hockey. Um, I hear you. I don't like, but in this thought experiment, you're not even allowed to talk about sports to people. You can't make casual conversation like, "Yeah, but that was pretty sweet when uh, when Keith Falk threw that ball over to first base in St. Louis, right?" Like, nope, not allowed to have that. You're not allowed to I- engage in those conversations with well, your pals. Well, this is
2: so, funny because obviously. When you see a guy in a Red Sox hat and you you go, "Hey, fellow traveler," you regret it. In 30 well, you know seconds. my
0: old man. You you were on the wrong end of that with my old man on more than one occasion. Like, oh, Kevin Hench, Red Sox. Let me tell you about Ted Williams in 1947 when I wasn't allowed to watch the game with or listen on the radio with my brothers because I did something bad, and so they were feeding me reports and Enos Slaughter and all that. And like an hour and a half later, you came up for air. So yes, that is how it goes. So okay, so all you're right. availed so, of that okay. too now.
2: now. So we've established <laughs> all our lives would be infinitely improved by not watching or talking about sports. <laughs> our listeners probably agree. So great, <laughs> I could stop talking about sports. All we need now is the seventy six million. Now we just need okay. to get that's an interesting. Like you know, <laughs> could you be so obnoxious, Shaq? Could your voice be so? difficult on the ears yes that somebody would go i'll give you 76 million dollars as a break to
0: humanity (laughs) that's the thing with jimbo everybody's like wow he really made out and what i hear how that hits me is given my worldview and the way i think about myself is like i'd be like man they really hated me (laughs) they they really didn't want to hang out with me did i did i miss (laughs) Did I miss like
2: an Ime Odoka, Jerry Richardson, Daniel Snyder part of this story? It's just it's just
0: performance, right? Or is there a no? I, I no. I just assume that the team's not good enough, and 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 they thought like you're not very good, and and please go away now. And that's that would be. I'd be like, people would be like, everybody in the family would be like, all right, we're rich. Let's buy seventeen hounds. I'd be like, yeah, but at what cost?
2: That's My an feelings are hurt. Oh, now I'm totally wounded talk about like which wound you would rather have like so it's like Ime Odoka gets invited to leave by the Celtics for some personal conduct that mm. they viewed uh as <laughs> which before. would be worse but but <laughs> no but he's like already turning the rockets around the lowly rockets like so nobody is going like Ime Odoka is terrible at his job he's actually bad at his job they're like hey the guy likes the ladies. Some of those ladies are married. What are you going to do? Great coach. Rockets don't mind. But like Jimbo, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. no. Straight shooter. Good guy. Christian. Excellent. Terrible football coach.
0: Full circle where we started 20 minutes or however long we've been flapping our gums here. That's exactly right. You justified if it's like, yeah, bad guy. Pretty good at doing the job though. But when but you get real uh liberal about like get that guy out the door when the results ain't there. Well no, uh, that's okay.
2: that we'll just call that a Deshaun going forward, right? Precisely.
0: <laughs> that's exactly what it is. That's exactly what it is. You're right. The worst contract in sports history. We were talking about that as well. And I think spaghetti, did you throw out Bobby Bonilla or whoever it was? I, I yeah. can't think. Is there a worse one than than the Deshaun Watson one? I don't think there is one. So I guess that's worthy of a goat in the Browns browning. And as a reminder, what the Browns prove is consistency in and of itself is not always a good thing, everybody. okay. my goat and goats. First of all, I just want to update you guys because I've heard some negativity in this very space when we have these nice conversations every week. Impugning the reigning Norris trophy champion. That's the best defenseman in the sport. Hey, guess what, everybody? All of a sudden, at last, look, he's plus eight, five goals, 15 points, Penn starting to turn it around. And with what I always point to for you guys, it's not merely winning. It's the style of winning. The Pittsburgh Penguins are starting to look like the Pittsburgh Penguins. High flying. ah, Wow. Some two on ones, some breakaways, some shorties against us. So be it. We're just letting our freak flag fly. We're looking to score as many goals as we possibly can. It's delightful. And if the NHL were smart, they would embrace even further the Pittsburgh Penguins because what they, what their style is so entertaining. And I, and I, I'm trying my best to be objective about that. Win or lose their games. You must concede. Eddie spaghetti are a fun watch. They're, they're back and forth nonsense. I mean, they're not playing tight defensive hockey and, uh, and the sport is better for it. No spaghetti. I, I don't, I
3: don't yeah, I know. I mean, your, your team is just so far down the standings. That I can't even really watch. Ah, it's hard to five I, in I only, a row friend. I, I only watch teams that are, you know, above the 20 point mark. So I'm <laughs> sorry when you're in like the <laughs> mid teens,
0: uh, it doesn't really do much for me, especially when you have more games played than my squad. And it's just, yeah, sorry. all right. Well, what, well, guess what? You know, it's going to be nice when 87 gets to hoist that heart uh, trophy at years end. He's he's starting to turn it on there. Okay. Okay. I well, hold on. That? That? Nobody real cares quick, when I talk quick, about quick. hockey. I have to real let you quick,
2: know that we are, I, we are, uh, we are up against it as, as I know, you know. I know. But I, know. I just want to, I'm going to, I'm going to give a best bet now. Oh, it, it, about Eric Carlson. Okay. I'm confused. Like I don't understand this. Like obviously I railed against his Norris trophy win last year as as he just was a leaky sieve. Like goals just went in every time he was on Okay, the- but
0: he's not that this year. So now what do you have know, to I know.
2: But get this. Okay. They, these are the Norris trophy odds that I can find. And, okay. and Spaghetti can 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 confirm this, look it up. They seem insane. So Quinn Hughes, the favorite plus 175. Uh, Cole McCarr, plus 330. I, I'm finding...
0: He did it again, spaghetti. Kale McCarr. Like the like the vegetable that is hip with yeah, the... Right. the oh, kale.
2: There's no Cole
0: McCarr. No. Uh, no, no, so no. It's not quite my thing. It's not quite my thing. Uh, which is <laughs> transpose... Like, Corey kale Dillon. Caesar salads, though. A revelation if you haven't tried right. one. Really Corey good. Corey Dillon... Jeff Montgomery, <laughs> Doug McDermott, and
2: Cole McCarr. We just keep a list. Keep a list. This hench's mind fades right in front of us. Adam Fox, Adam Fox plus 1,200. But Eric Carlson's like plus 8,000 is the assumption. Like, I don't understand who. Right now? He is? Group? I mean, this is, this is, I mean, maybe Spaghetti can find. It's hard to find Norris Trophy odds.
3: Yeah, he's plus 3,000 right now. Plus 3,000. Uh, so well, they're okay, right now. No, yeah. quite it. Is. Yeah. But
2: there it is, plus three thousand. Okay, thank you, Spaghetti. Plus three thousand. He was plus eight thousand, I think, to open the season. But so, all these idiots who voted for him when he was minus thirty-five or whatever he was last year, he is going to be plus
0: twenty-five this year. Mm-hmm. You're not. You're going to vote for Quinn Hughes. I, like, no, are- they're going to vote for Kale McCarr, who uh, this side of McJesus is the best player in the sport. He's going to win it. The only reason he didn't get it last year is because he was hurt for for long stretches. But the point is, is Eric Carlson is a difference making defenseman, even if he doesn't do it um, in the in the manner in which Zdeno Chara did it. <laughs> so I mean, two different cats, two well, different ways to
2: skin I, it. I, I have to say, uh, I, I don't back off what I said with his Sharks performance, but I can't argue with you uh, this year. He's uh, so fun
0: to watch. And yeah. also shout out to Maurice Jones, Drew, Vane Dave loves here. And uh, uh, a shout out from, uh, from our guy, Maurice. I have to say though, just very quickly, he says he thinks the Steelers are going to win the AFC North. No jive. You know that that's uh, a policy I abide by, even if it's uncomfortable. My suspicion is that it's the Bengals. All the Bengals really have to do is beat the Steelers twice head to head. And they kind of have their number based on the way the two teams operate. I think that the Bengals are the best team. I'm a pedigree snob. I think when it's all said and done, when all the dust settles, I think that's the team that's going to end up taking the North, whether you like it or not. Um, okay. The well, other ask you time-
2: guys this, and then we got to move fast. But So the Ravens have lost three games. In those three losses – they had an 89% and we're recording win
0: on Thursday. Obviously, we don't know what's going to happen in this massive matchup on Thursday night football. Sure. But, okay. but
2: the Ravens in their loss to the to the Steelers, the, you know, the Steelers knuckleball, 89% win probability when they got up double digits against the Steelers. And, and despite all the drop touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Uh, against the Colts, they get a safety with two minutes and 30 seconds left and they're getting the ball and they managed to lose that game with a 92% win probability and then last week against the Browns 96 win w- probability so three games that they had a 90% basically or above chance of winning they lost and the Steelers are sort of the opposite games that they've you know obviously the the game uh, against the Browns with the minus 7 yards in the fourth quarter where they came back to win don't you believe in the Bill Barnwell regression to the mean like that you can't, that, you know, if you're giving up 110 mile eg- exit velocities, eventually those balls are going to hit grass or the stands.
0: Like, I just, don't- I, you know, I, you know, I believe that except that this has gone on for five years now. This is, this is that since the Duck Hodges season when Roethlisberger goes out in week two. Since then, this is the manner, and as people like to point out, they win a lot more than they lose. That's I mean, that's it. Is that a winning brand in January in Arrowhead? Probably not right now, but it doesn't change the fact that it wins you games. the uh, The insistence that this is just. Random luck, and every week it just keeps coming up heads in, in Coach Tomlin's favor is a little bit weird and cynical at some point. Don't you have to accept that this is that this is the trend? Doesn't that override the regression to the mean kind of logic? Of course. This isn't a a, a six-week long run. This is a five-year-long trend. Anyway. Um, okay, because I, I, just to pace it up, I could let you go, but we'll go back and forth arguing about this, and I don't think we're going to change each other's minds. Here's what I do think you, you'll agree with. The A's are leaving Oakland, and it sucks. And I don't get the impression that Las Vegas is especially excited about getting a major league baseball team, which makes it sting and stink that much worse. I think it's sad. The Oakland Athletics hold a place in the hearts and it's multiple generations too. Obviously the athletics as a franchise have moved around sports America over their time, but it's a bummer that you think about the white shoes and Reggie Jackson and Raleigh fingers and Dick Williams and that whole team that wins three straight in the early seventies. But then of course the star crossed Dave Stewart, Jose Canseco, Mark McGuire and all of that. It's all a bummer that they're going to Las Vegas. You know, cool that it, it holds a different place. It's sort of like pro football in in um, L.A. Vegas is sort of that, too. It's like a spectacle. If Like, ooh, I've heard good things about this baseball. Let's go check it out. I don't think there's any actual rooting interest from the residents of Vegas. I just think it's a shame. It's a bummer. I say fat. And I, I hope they at least keep their colors because those uniforms. Are Does
1: cool. it
2: feel like it's, you know, we're in this weird thing now where it life itself is taking place remotely. Right. I mean, like hmm. we're not sitting in a studio together. We're on zoom. Um, you know, Sofi might as well be in Las Vegas, given how interested I am in driving down there. Like that basically our teams where they play physically is becoming less and less relevant. You know, I mean, like, if you look at Golden Knight fans, like, that's amazing, right? They they have an, an insular, amazing, you know, that's not going to happen with the A's, obviously. But I'm just, like, I, I feel the same way you do about the nostalgia of it. Raleigh Fingers and Sal Bando and Gene Tennis and Joe Rudy. Uh, but I'm really wondering how much it matters where our team's, these I games. guess
0: you're right, except that I would point to the COVID championships and how unsatisfying a watch those were. It's a funny paradox because you're exactly right. Like, I think we deep down can accept as fans, like there's a there's a charm of being a getaway day at a ball game in summertime with a beer and all of that. But all that, you know, it's fun to tailgate at football games and everything else. But you can make a pretty compelling case. Like, I'm better off watching it on TV if I want to watch the game. But if we all come to that conclusion, sports are going to suck. We need people to go to the games or else like what that those empty stadiums are hard to like kind of get over my mind, never fully embraced those titles, those playoff runs and everything else. Spaghetti go, let's go, fella. Let's go. So a little bit of uh, breaking as sure much of you guys. saw us right before we started. But
3: the uh, the Pac-2 is no longer Pac-2 going um, uh, Oregon State, Washington State joined a deal with the Mountain West Conference. So they're joining Boise State, Wyoming, Fresno, Colorado State, Air Force utah state um pretty crazy that a powerful conference is literally disbanded in entirety weird times in college football which
0: kind of well, they didn't in, have right? a spot those two teams right so now they have one
3: now they have a spot and it's only a two year it's only a two-year deal with the mountain west as well but um officially they are no more pacific you know conference they're gotcha. all gone um but it leads into my bad goat which is bring this back to Michigan. And it's like, you know, we've seen a bunch of scandals and I'm talking about the, on the field scandals in college recently. I can remember the, the, the UNC Tar Hills ones where like like, the, the players didn't go to class and like that one strange, uh, like kind of, um, time when uh, Ole Miss had like the top recruiting classes and they weren't like it made no sense why they were that good Um, and now we have this Michigan one and I just feel like this Michigan one is lingering a lot longer than it's you know than it really should have been and obviously you know I, I get why the the alum and the players and everyone wants to say you know this stuff on twitter and they're rallying again uh, rallying with jim harbaugh and they're trying to you know say that we're america's team and i'm like all right like <laughs> i get it you have to you have to kind of say that your, your team is you know they're um you're being targeted and i i do think it's a big deal to steal signs but i don't think it's Maybe not like death penalty big like even Sour pointed out on extra points with like Kirby Smart saying like you could steal you know Georgia you could steal our signs we're still going to beat you I kind of agree with that um and I I just what's shocking is like it's never dying down and then we obviously see the game they're our second biggest. Uh, regular season game versus Penn State and they go and win that and the, and the coach uh, Sharon Moore I believe his name is and he's crying and part of me is like oh it's uh, nice for the guy to win a game but then he's crying in like literally tears and saliva and everything coming out ab- about Jim Harbaugh. Jim Harbaugh should be here and I'm like man this story is really not going away and obviously that you is know, what that was embarrassing. We're recording this on Thursday tomorrow morning at nine o'clock. Jim Harbaugh is having his um, hearing where he actually is asking to speak in this hearing which is pretty funny. Typical Harbaugh. He want, so we're going to have a we're <laughs> going have a decision made tomorrow in uh in michigan on harbaugh but the thing that wh- why did my bad go and the, like this was like really the clinker for it for me was the university if they win saturday versus maryland it's the program's 1000th victory and the entire school is saying that the victory should still go to jim harbaugh even if he's on the sidelines and i'm thinking like is he really that important in the university? Probably had a football team for, what, 130 years, whatever it is. Like, how many years Michigan's been around? And, like, is Jim Harbaugh really that important to Michigan's history? They need him to be on the field for it. The, like, they said they want to credit him with a 1,000 victory. And at this point, it's like they – I don't want to tie it to the Penn State, the weird. Obviously, the Sandusky things are entirely different, but they gave off those like cult vibes. Like when the Penn State stuff happened, people who who were like defending Joe Pa, and then it was like we're a cult. We're don't tear the statue down. And now with Michigan, it's like you got caught at USC. Like I said, every other school has been caught in some regard whatsoever, whether it's recruiting or whatever. Just like you know, wash your hands a and move on. And and the fact that they're rallying around this and like, like I said, crying on the field and trying to give the thousand victory to Jim Harbaugh, I'm like, I, I don't really have hatred for Michigan, but now I'm just like, oh, what are you doing? Like this is this is disgusting. This is so lame to see a school do this. So they easy easy bad go for me this week.
2: Well, uh, I it's I, I kind of agree, and it's like so, you know you get into these these very tortured defenses of bad conduct, but it's like you know. Michigan is is great and obviously didn't need, when you look at these margins of victory, d- didn't need to be stealing signs. But if a rich guy robs a gas station, if Jimbo Fisher robs a gas station, what do you go? <laughs> He's rich. He didn't even need the money. Oh, so no penalty? So carry on? Like, of course, you have to have rules.
0: Like,
2: <laughs> like, we didn't need to steal signs. Right, so we should double the penalty. You know, it's like, you know, if Maryland football steals signs, you're like, they're doing everything they can to be competitive.
0: Great point. Yeah. I, it really is a great point that somehow right, you're right. It is sort of like the way people explain away white collar crime versus blue. It really. That's a, a funny you're point. You're going to
2: steal, steal a lot. <laughs>
0: And uh, ahead, just
3: to, to be to run this out quickly, my good goat, just giving some praise. Uh, you guys probably saw this coming a mile away, but um, Garrett Hall winning the Cy Young first Cy Young. Uh, he was unanimous. He's finished second twice in this. He's finished uh, top five three other times. So finally getting that win was great. The The, the really the lone bright spot. Um, of the Yankees this year, Cole was fifteen and four, two point six three ER rates, first in the AL, league leading two hundred nine innings pitched, which is something you don't see anymore. Uh, fewest hits per nine innings at six point eight, and, and led the majors in WHIP too with zero point uh, nine eight one. But the bigger award, or I guess lifetime achievement, is Henrik Lundqvist, my guy, uh, inducted into the uh, the Hockey Hall of Fame here. And just to rattle off some great, you know, he got Henrik a trophy, Lundqvist. right? Good for him uh, first goaltender in NHL history record 30 wins in the first seven seasons. And, uh, wow. he is the winningest European born goaltender. He has, uh, the most combined regular season and playoff saves, um, most wins by a New York Ranger goaltender, most shutouts by a New York Ranger goaltender, fastest goaltender in hockey history to reach 400 wins. So I can keep going on and on. Um, obviously most wins in Rangers history. The guy has, uh, an incredible resume, uh, Avez a winner. I believe he was in the second team, all decade team, uh, from uh, the previous decade, which is kind of odd, but um, anyway, fantastic, fantastic career. Obviously, no Stanley Cup, but Henrik Lundqvist, one of the good guys, and obviously still doing great work on TV. Whether it's MSG or, or the TNT guys, um, so happy to see him be recognized. And this is a guy that was a a late round pick, a seventh round pick, I believe, and then he became you know arguably one of the greatest players uh, in Rangers history, and then one of the greatest goaltenders in hockey history. So really cool to see him enshrined. So easy, good, good this week as well.
2: This is, I don't know if Omaha, uh, our fearless leaders at Omaha have this capability. But so, and by the way, Eli outstanding on the Manning cast last week during the Broncos Bills game, Peyton came right out of the gate with we, us, our. He just never referred to Denver or the Broncos. It was all we all night. And Eli just kept calling him on. It was fantastic. Um, But I wonder if Omaha would have the capability to see. How many listeners dropped off while Spaghetti was reading Henrik Lundquist's Wikipedia page out loud? Like, wow. it's like it, it is. It's like it's hockey. It's regional. It's a guy who didn't win a cup, and like it, it, we'll 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 need some ears to to see how many people made it through Good the call.
0: Send those ears along, and um, remember that uh, there are Stanley Cups in both of those ears for Tom Barrasso, who also just got into the Hall of Fame. Congratulations to him. And now a quick break. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out
1: of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI –
0: Best bets, I'm just going to throw out the one. I'm going to keep riding with Dabo. This is a hate bet. I don't like Dabo, but I think he can dominate 19-year-old student athletes uh, enough that they will rally around him for the remainder of this season here. I think they get UNC and Drake May. I say lay the seven. I like that one quite a bit. And I'm going to go with the Sun Devils plus 23 and a half against Oregon they have a knack of keeping things close this season does uh ASU I say they continue to do it in uh, against one of the two best teams in the Pac-12 not that it matters because the way things are tracking Oregon and Washington may well both miss out on the final four in favor of Bama Georgia Ohio State Michigan and Florida State one of those teams is going to get left out too Hench best bets
1: uh
2: I gave them out last week I'll do it again the Niners those three losses are going to, are going to be so important to this Niners season. Yeah. Get, you know, and, and they got, they, they added Chase Young to that D line uh, this week, the bucks are the victim, uh, a, a comfortable win for the Niners over a big number. And then listen, I'm going Eric Carlson plus 3000 to win. The all number. right. <laughs> we gonna, did like, McCarr, you know, he, he first of all, McCarr is going to have a big season, but, you're not wrong about the pens, uh, both being fun and pretty good.
0: should you call them depends because they're old, right? They're old. That's, That's a joke That's for good. you.
2: That's pretty I'm good. I'm not doing it. Anyway, anyway, all right. So those are my two best bets.
0: Okay. Spaghetti, go ahead.
3: Uh, my best bets. Uh, I, you know, Georgia is giving ten to Tennessee. Um, I don't get why this line is smaller than what it was versus Missouri because Missouri, to me, is the far better team than Tennessee. As you know, sure. shown by Missouri beating the the crap out of uh, Tennessee. So I, I think Georgia's going to take definitely take care of business for a not very good Tennessee. Team. And they've been
0: whipping teams now. They sort of yeah. they get where they are on the calendar. So I, I really I'm thought the Brock Bowers round.
3: Right, I thought the Brock Bowers' loss would have been huge, but like uh Lad McConkey, they, like they finally just anyone you you plug and play there is going to be good. So uh, that that to me is an easy bet for college. Sticking with college, this is more of a futures bet. Jaden Daniels plus three fifty to win the Heisman. Um, I just see losses coming up for Washington or Oregon. I just feel like his stats have been so good, he's been so good versus good teams that I think when push comes to shove, when it's time to make your votes, people are going to say. No one's really um, outclassed anyone else. I know we want to give it to a quarterback on on a good team. I know LSU isn't that great, but Jaden Daniels probably from the beginning of the season all the way to now has been the most impressive in terms of stats. And I think right now he's tied with Penix. Only Bo Nix is ahead of him. So uh, really, if you get a Bo Nix second loss, which is possible, the, the remaining games in their schedule, I think Jaden Daniels makes the most sense. And uh, I know uh, Hench and some uh, listeners don't want to hear this. But uh more hockey bets again. Just keep going. I know that the Sharks have won two games, keep betting against the Sharks. Surprisingly enough, the Devils drop three straight. They're their uh, uh goals differential, they're minus four in the season. They're not good without Jack Hughes. Bet against the Devils in toughness. Do it! Say
0: it, there. Spaghetti. We're all betting the, the the pens right now. Let's do it. Well, do it for Thursday night. Go ahead.
3: Sure. Yeah, I'll 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 take. I like teams right now. The devils are in a bad spot. They're not scoring goals, they're giving up a ton of goals. Uh, I like teams against the devils right now.
0: See, they're fun to watch. See, that's nice. I liked hearing that noise Um, there. I agree with you about Jaden Daniels as a fun play. That's what Doug Kazarian said two weeks ago on this show. I'm going to stick with Marv Harrison Jr. As the best play there. But as a reminder, that entire conversation, insightful as it was with Doug Kazarian, is there on the Extra Points YouTube channel. So is the Jolie Mulanaro. So is... Um, all the stuff that we do, all the breakout videos that we do for you and the 15-minute pregame show will be available for you midday Friday. Make sure you check it out. Again, appreciate you dropping us, even if it's an ear. Do it there on YouTube and on Twitter um, in response to that show specifically. We appreciate that. We appreciate all the great feedback. Slipping into my DMs or otherwise, praise for Hench continues. Love here and that. Hench has captured... The imagination of vexed sports fans wringing their hands about referees. Continue that righteous fight. Kevin Hench, and we'll be back on minus three to get you right for Thanksgiving week. We are going to do a show for you on Monday, and we are going to do the 15-minute pregame show for you, so be on the lookout for those. And until the other side of the sports weekend, thanks so much, sports fans. It's been a thin slice of heaven.